Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to encourage you to check out our other Time of Grace podcasts, like the podcast Little Things with Amber L.B. Swenson. If you don't know Amber, she is smart, she's witty, she's insightful, she's honest, she's blunt, she's comforting, she's amazing. You're going to love her. So just search for Little Things wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And now on to today's episode. Has this ever happened to you that you're reading the Bible and you get to the end of an account, a story in the Bible, or you get to the period at the end of a passage in the Bible and you finish reading it and you go, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I really get it. I mean, that can happen. It, it does happen. And, and actually, when you look at the Bible, that's pretty thick. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities for there to be confusion when we read the Bible, we might go, eh, it, it doesn't really make sense to me. Now, I would argue that as you're reading through the Bible and you're casually reading or you're doing Bible study, I mean, this is the purity of God's heart to yours. The truth of what God wants you and I to know and to love is contained here. And the grand majority of the time, it's, it's really clear what God is saying here. There's other times, though, we might read the Bible and go, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. A bunch of those times are because we don't get why God wants us to do what he wants us to do. Like, for instance, when God says to you, love your enemies. What? <laughs> really, God? That makes, that makes no sense. Do not gossip. Do not slander. What? Like, that makes, that makes no sense. Do not cheat to get ahead. I mean, there's things that happen and are written in the Bible that we read it and they just don't make sense to us. Now, that's not the Bible uh, contradicting itself. It's just the Bible contradicting our, our sinful nature. That's something completely different. But there are times when you're reading the Bible and you go, I just really don't get this. Like this little part, this little verse or this part of a story, like it doesn't make sense. Or maybe even it, it seems... It seems in my mind like it might uh, conflict with something else. In fact, that happens in the story that we are looking at in this video series that we're, we're examining of Jesus at this wedding at Cana. We're not too far into the story yet, but Jesus is attending a wedding and they run out of wine. And when the last drip of wine dropped into a wine glass, Mary, Jesus' mother, goes up to him and says, we got a problem. Uh, they've run out of wine. Now, what Jesus says to Mary seems like it's contradictory to what the Bible says about Jesus. What Jesus says to Mary, it kind of hits me a little bit like it, it could be sinfully disrespectful. And, and maybe you've thought the same thing. Mary goes to Jesus and says, we've run out of wine. And here's Jesus' answer. He says, woman, why do you involve me? Woman? <laughs> Jesus calls his mom woman? I, I couldn't imagine uh, doing that and having that go well in my household, at least. I, let's say I'm like 14 years old and I'm having dinner with mom and dad, and my, my, um, my sisters and my brother. And my mom says, hey, John, can, can you pass the corn? And I look up from my plate and go, woman, why do you involve me? Like, how, how do you think that would go over at my house? Not very well. I, I'm a decade plus older than Jesus when he said those words, and I wouldn't do that now. So, so how does that balance out then? 
I mean, the Bible is really clear that Jesus is fully, completely perfect. In fact, uh, I have this passage marked here. We're in 1 Peter. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 22, it says this. It's so clear. He, that's Jesus, committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. So, so how does that balance out then? Where you might read something like I just um, quoted to you of Jesus saying, woman, why do you involve me? And that seems like it could contradict that. So how do we, how do we work this out? Well, anytime you have a question about the Bible, let the Bible explain itself. Let scripture interpret scripture. So use the immediate context, then I would say wider context, and then like the full context of the Bible. And so often in there, you're going to find the answer. Okay, how does that work? Well, you can take any passage out of the Bible and you can make it say something God never intended to because you lose the context. So read it in the entire chapter. And a lot of times the answer of what's confusing you is, is right there. If it's not there, you go to the, the, the wider context. And that'd be like reading the entire book of the Bible. This account is in the, in the story of John. And if that doesn't work, you read the entire Bible. Okay, preacher, slow up. <laughs> did, did you say before, like, this is a thick book. Like, how in the world am I supposed to find whatever answer I, I need in here that when you said this is a large book? Well, we live in this amazing digital age, and, and maybe you've got one of these. You've got your own phone that you could use, and there's an app you could put on your phone, or you could go onto a computer. And there's ways that you can search the entire Bible. And I did that. I went to one of my favorite um, websites, BibleGateway.com. I went on Bible Gateway and I typed in woman and it said, okay, search how many times is woman in the Bible? Hit the button. 382 times in the NIV translation, woman shows up in the Bible. I'm like, well, that's, a, that's too many. So then I narrowed it down to the book of John and instantly 20 passages. Well, that didn't take long to read. It took me four minutes and I had my answer. You know, there's another time in the book of John where Jesus looks at his mother, Mary, and he calls her woman. Do you know where it is? It's when Jesus is on the cross. Here he is lovingly suffering for our salvation, paying the price that you and I are forgiven, that you and I can be with him in glory. And Jesus honors that commandment and fulfills that commandment of honor your father and mother. He looks out and he sees Mary there in her need. He's going to die. He's going to rise, but he's going to go to heaven soon. The need of Mary to be cared for is present. So he says, John, take care of my mom. Woman, here is your son. Here's the one who's going to take care of you. Now, no one, no one looks at that interaction between Jesus and Mary on the cross. When he calls her woman, no one says that that's disrespectful. So it wasn't disrespectful there, that means it isn't disrespectful at the wedding at Cana. But see, there can be times when we read the Bible and go, I don't, I don't get it. So when that happens, dig into scripture. First, ask yourself, am I having problems with this because it's conflicting against my sinful nature? And if that's the case, we need to have an honest, real talk with God. God, help me to be faithful to you and to your word. And if it's something else, when you go, I just don't get it, Dig deeper into the Bible. Let scripture interpret scripture. And here's the cool thing. 
The more you do that, the more you open up the page of the scripture, what you're going to see is this truth. Jesus loves you. God loves you. These are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God, and by believing you may have life in his name. When you have a question, go here, and in Jesus, you're going to have the answer.